Hey guys, welcome back to Modified Lifestyle. I'm your host, Andrew. And I'm your host, Ranjad. And today, we got a couple things to talk about. First being, the RS6 Avant. Yeah, so, Audi, this week, they announced that the RS6 Avant is going to be coming to North America for the first time. Yeah, honestly, we've been waiting for this car for a very, very long time. I believe... The Avant, the last Avant that they brought here was the S4. I think those were the B6s. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not too familiar with like European cars. That's yeah. more of Ranjot's thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, those like those were the cars. I think the, that car came with either a V8 engine or it came with the V6 twin turbo in it, which at that time was crazy, right? I think it was the early 2000s. Yeah, um, for like a, a car for that year mm-hmm. and a car of that power. Yeah, and I think they still, they brought the the S4, which was like, the, again, the V8 in the B7 or B8s. Audis, I know a lot of you guys that don't know Audis that well are going to be like, what is a B8? It's the generation. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I still see some of those on the roads today. Yeah. The V8 S4s. Obviously, Audi does bring some Avants or like any... S, S line to the states right but the whole reason why the hype is really like up there right now is because R6 wagon was never ever brought here right yeah the, I think they even had the S6 wagon here but they discontinued it after that and we've never seen it here ever again yeah so now I think they only have like the A6 wagon mm-hmm. uh, I've seen videos of like the R6 wagon in mm-hmm. Europe I think right they're really nice cars Really, Beautiful. really nice. Yeah, I like. We're both fans of wagons, right? So, I love wagons. Yeah, I love them too. Like Audi does wagons really well. So I don't really understand how their whole name in scheme works because obviously they have wagons. Mm. They have like the all road, uh, like the A4 all road, the S6 all road as well. Uh, I'm not too sure what's so special about the RS6 Avant, like where the Avant comes in. Obviously, it's a wagon. They could have just called it like all road, but I think the Avant line is kind of their highest end of the car mm-hmm. their highest trim package i guess you could say mm-hmm. so it's like their high performance model of the car yeah so as i'm reading on like uh the forums and stuff it, it avant means like a higher the highest end right so i think that's why they call it the avant is because it has one of the best engines in it and plus it has the most capabilities right yeah so because you can put more stuff in it right it's the best car you can buy yeah so obviously like the wagon it's uh it's quattro so all-wheel drive yeah i assume it's a v8 yeah it's a 4.0 uh twin turbo actually oh, okay so twin turbo v8 twin turbo v8. so we see a lot of like um like these luxury car manufacturers coming out with like mm-hmm. the twin turbo v8 so yeah. i i believe it's a, it's a very similar engine to their r8 i don't know what engine yeah i think r8. it makes like 600 horsepower something yeah. close to that yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think the whole purpose of the Vaughn coming here, they're just trying to gain their market cap because like a lot of the cars currently in performance that are released here, including the competition like the Cadillac CTSV, um, I believe the Mercedes wagon, they released it a couple years ago. Yeah, I think the the E63 wagon they have. Yeah. I think they have the C63 wagon as well, like the right. newer generation. Yeah, I, like I can totally see why they're trying to bring the r6 wagon here i mean honestly i won't complain it's such a cool car and i've been watching this car since or not this car in particular but i've been watching the line you know the a6 line grow since i was a kid right 
I've always wanted a wagon. I would say the RS like the RS line, some sort of wagon in it. I was just really into it since I was like even seventeen. I've always wanted a wagon in in my household, you know. Yeah, I think wagons they're kind of making uh, like a comeback mm-hmm. in terms of performance wise. Yeah, he's calling it. He's calling it. They're, they're making a comeback. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I know, like like you said before, like the CTSV. Right. Uh, it also comes in a wagon. Mm-hmm. CTSV wagon. Yeah. Very rare. Yeah. I've never seen one before. Mm-hmm. Um, like the Audi, the S4 wagon. Yeah. And we have like Mercedes E63 wagon. Mm-hmm. Those are like 600 horsepower cars, right? Yeah. BMW, I don't think they offer like high performance wagons. No, I don't think they do. I think like m- maybe 335 wagon. Yeah. But de- I don't think they have like their M performance line in wagons. Yeah, I, I think uh, Audi is like one of the only brands out there, including obviously the guy, the ones that we named, that actually do a performance wagon. Yeah, yeah. Which is cool because... Again, we've been watching it, like since day one, and like whenever like you have a family and you are into cars, you're gonna wanna have this. Yeah, right? so you you get like the performance and you get the space. Yeah, yeah it's not slow either. It, it's around like six hundred horsepower and five ninety torque, which by all means is a lot of power. Yeah, plenty of power. Right, and it's all wheel drive and like you know quattro, right? Like, yeah, some great. Yeah, like especially like I don't know how many the Canadian market's gonna get. Yeah, I'm sure it's gonna be very scarce. But you know, it's a great daily to have, mm-hmm. especially in Canada. And like we talked about, like we said before, the it's a V8 twin turbo. Like European cars are notorious for their tuning capabilities. So I can't imagine like when people like tuning companies get their hands on this, they're gonna be making so much more power out of them. Yeah, I can see it now. Like these cars in general, like. Everyone even takes an RS3s, the RS3s that yeah, came out. the new ones. And, like, those things already make 400 horsepower. And I'm yeah, pretty right, sure, like, right from factory. I've seen tuners hit, like, 500 easy. Yeah. Right? With just bolt-ons, which is very simple. This car, I can see it making, like, seven to 800 horsepower easily. Oh, easily, yeah. Especially all-wheel drive. Oh, it'll be a beast. Oh, yeah, for sure. It'll definitely, like, keep up with higher-end supercars. Definitely. And I think that's the whole purpose of it, right? Having... Uh, like a family car that can still be like a performance car too yeah, right? yeah so like you're obviously not going to be racing someone every day but when you need the power it's there it's there yeah and this kind of brings me into like the direction that like european cars i noticed mm-hmm. this with like audi and mercedes even bmw too mm-hmm. they're going for performance a lot yeah more than anything right and i like if you take a look at like toyota right now they're i they're trying to like go after the performance stuff too but i don't know why they just can't build a performance car properly right yeah so I, in the news actually i think i i saw it a couple of days ago the, the 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 chief engineer of the supra was actually thinking of resurrecting the mr2 brand and having porsche design them a car that would be pretty cool to be honest it would be pretty cool <laughs> but I, like what i'm trying to get at is um, they can't design it themselves, right? Exactly, yeah. because I feel like the Euro- Euros, they kind of got the performance down. Yeah, yeah. And like Toyota has reliability down. Right. Right. So I, I think if they do it properly, they can probably build like super cool cars with reliability in there, right? Yeah, I'd and love like, to see that. Yeah, in the future, like Audi can go to Toyota and say, hey, build me a car that's reliable too. Yeah. Right? So 
it, by all means, I feel like this could be like a good collaboration throughout the world, where yeah. I, like performance brands can start being more reliable, and you know, reliable brands be more like performance oriented. Exactly. Yeah, and I think it it kind of shows in the new Supra. Like I know we talk about that a lot, but yeah, that that's kind of like the first step that we've seen. Right. Like th- that's a BMW engine, right? But like. I'm pretty sure Toyota made made conservative changes so that that car is much more reliable than its counterpart. Yeah, and obviously they're going to back their own product as well, right? So you're going to get that Toyota warranty, that Toyota reliability, all the good service that you get from a normal Toyota. And looking at Audi's website too, like we said before, the RS3 makes 400 horsepower. I wonder, like, when, they, when are they going to stop with the performance? Because like... RS3 is their lowest line, like the A3 yeah. is their lowest line of cars. Mm-hmm. RS3 obviously being the highest performance mm-hmm. uh, spec mm-hmm. of the line. Right. And it's already making 400 horsepower. Which is crazy. Yeah. Because From like such a small isn't car. Isn't the S5 making around 443 or something? Yeah. And the S5, the S5, no, the RS5 is making around 440 horsepower. Which is crazy because that car, as soon as you tune it, holy crap, it's faster than, you know, it's already faster than that car. Yeah, exactly. And even like I think the R8, mm-hmm. like the new V10 R8, mm-hmm. makes 600 horsepower, which is exactly the same as the RS6 Avant. I mean, it gives you perspective. I feel like Audi is sticking with their old engines too much. Yeah. And obviously, as you said, their performance—they're going too deep into it, and it kind of shows, right? This car, 600 horsepower. Yeah, it's That's a crazy. family car too. It's a family car. <laughs> Like, I noticed that with even BMW, too. Like, mm-hmm. 335i, that thing makes, what, like, 330 horsepower? 350 yeah, horsepower? Somewhere, around somewhere, that? Somewhere there, yeah. And that's... I think that's their lowest end sedan, right? right? Through mm-hmm. the 3 Series. Mm-hmm. And once you tune that, you can get, like, what, 3... Like, four or 500 horsepower. I would say 400. Yeah. Like, bolt, if you're doing bolt-ons and stuff, then yes, you can probably get, like, 400-ish. Yeah. Uh, we'll leave that to midnight speed tuning. Yeah, exactly. And even, like, the... <laughs> The M4, M5, yeah. those things, like, you could get them up to 500, yeah. 500 horsepower. Yeah. Does mean- I think that's the whole thing about turbo cars, right? And, I like, this This is a V8 twin turbo, and we're going to be seeing this engine way more. Mercedes doing it, BMW has been doing it for years, and now Audi is doing it even more, right? They're going to be turboing everything. Yeah. Right? And they, they're actually making so much more power. As you said, the V10 in the R8... It's making almost as much horse, horsepower as this thing. Yeah, exactly. Right, so I I feel like there's gonna be a lot more changes coming to Audi where they might be taking the V10 out. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> like you know that they they made the V the V8 Audi mm-hmm. the R8. Uh, obviously, it didn't sell as well. People no, didn't like it, right? Yeah. So they they stopped making it. Right. It's only V10s now. But for performance, right? Then I feel like even if they make a V8 model. I feel like they'll sw- put in a V8 twin turbo. It'd probably be the same engine from the RS6. Exactly, <laughs> right? And it'll almost make the same horsepower. Yeah. And I think they'll actually give people the option to do it, right? Yeah. I, I don't know about that because the, the R8, it's it's not like a sports car. It's their supercar, mm-hmm. right? So the, it's competing with like Lamborghini, Huracan, mm-hmm. and like Ferraris, all that kind of stuff. So having the V10 kind of puts it in that class. Of all these V10 and V12 supercars. I'm reading this off this website right now. But it actually says here that the interior 
Ferrari the RS6 actually came out of a Lamborghini. So it's interesting that you say that because obviously, for those that don't know, Audi owns Lamborghini, right? Or actually Volkswagen. I think Volkswagen, yeah. Yeah, Volkswagen owns them, right? So like they obviously share parts all the time. So you're technically getting a very pimped out Lamborghini interior in this car. In the car, yeah. Which, if you think about it, is pretty cool. You're probably not even getting it. I mean, I'm sure Audi will sell this very expensively oh yeah for sure like rs6 avant probably well over a hundred thousand dollars yeah so like i mean it's a very expensive family sedan or family car i should say yeah right like but obviously like the average car consumer is not gonna buy it no it's gonna be someone that's very wealthy that has a family and used to drive a supercar but he needs a car that's actually functioning yeah right? yeah it, like you you're not going to get away with like only two seats in yeah. a family car, right? So definitely a step up if if you're into exotics. I feel this is way better than an exotic altogether. My Debatable. Opinion. My opinion. <laughs> <laughs> my final opinions on the RS6. I think it's a great car. If I'm balling like that, I would definitely get something like that. But I think it's mainly for like people that, that have the money. Yeah, obviously, like it's gonna be an expensive car. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm excited to see it. I've never seen one of these, yeah. uh, these wagons before. Yeah. So I've seen pictures online. Yeah. It looks badass. Like right. it looks, it's a very good looking wagon. Yeah, uh, I've been into like these Audi wagons for a while, so I'm looking forward to actually seeing one in person. And hopefully, someone gives me a ride in one because I definitely want to see how this car, you know, yeah, performs. Performs. Yeah, I, I really like like the European style wagons. Right. Like Audi and Mercedes, they do wagons really well. Right. I think BMW did them okay for a while. I think they uh, kind of. Yeah, I don't like, know they're, what they're doing they're, now. Yeah, their newer ones are kind of iffy for me. Yeah. Um, they're not really performance based. Yeah, too. I think BM, uh, Mercedes has done a crazy job, like in like improving all the styles yeah right? yeah um even like over the years too like even their older wagons were really nice like audi i feel like they kind of all look the same if you look at all the generations just lined up yeah they kind of have a similar touch obviously you can see that like you know that face lifts and stuff but they very look very similar still um which i like because i really like the old audis and the new audis now yeah yeah so i'm, I'm excited yeah. uh there's no like release date or anything i don't think I don't think so. Most likely in 2020. Yeah, they just. I think they just posted it online. They posted yeah. a picture. Yeah. So yeah, excited to see that. Yeah. All right. So one thing I wanted to bring up is mm -hmm. saw a picture online. Mm -hmm. I don't know how true it is. I'm assuming that it is true, yeah. but it's a picture of orange Mark V Supras being unloaded at the Fast and Furious set. Yeah, I can see it happen. Yeah. So I've read through the comments and stuff. It looks like it's a reliable source. Right. Uh, orange, obviously being like a throwback to the first Fast and Furious movie. Right, right. So I don't know how they're going to incorporate that. Yeah. This is the ninth installment of the franchise. Yeah, the the last one, it was a long time ago. It's like almost two years ago. Yeah, well, because they introduced Hobbs and Shaw, right? Yeah, so Hobbs and Shaw came out this year, yeah. Right. So like they kind of skipped Fast and Furious. Yeah, I think they, they should have ended Fast and Furious before they... Started a new spinoff, yeah. in my opinion. The, the From sources I've heard is they were supposed to end it in Tokyo Drift, but they continued it on. So, yeah. Um, they don't know. I don't know if they know what they're doing in terms of, like, the storyline. Yeah. The storyline's very, very weird to me. So, I don't know what's going to happen, but I hope they... I think they're going to... Because I remember 
right after Paul Walker died, mm-hmm. I think Fast and Furious, like their official account, they posted a timeline and they said there's going to be 10 movies. So at that time, they were working on Fast and Furious 7. Mm-hmm. And I think Fast and Furious 7 just came out and they released this timeline mm-hmm. for Fast and Furious 8, 9, and 10. That's interesting. Um, honestly, I'm, I'm a little sick and tired of Fast and Furious now because they're just kind of like... It's kind of like the same thing in every single movie. Just... It's just a larger scale. Larger just, scale. It just keeps getting bigger. Everything just, gets Just bigger. more crazy shit, I would yeah. say, right? Like, oh, they're fucking flying a tank through the air and they just kind of land on the ground. Yeah, probably. yeah. Not realistic, but okay, it's a movie. I don't get it. Actually, I, I think Fast and Furious 7. Mm-hmm. So I think that's when they were, they dropped the cars of the airplane. Yeah. That was actually real. I don't know if a lot of people know that. Really? It's yeah. not green screen. They actually dropped cars from a plane. That's pretty with cool. With parachutes. Okay, so like for that, I'll give them a, a plus score. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I remember I watched behind the scenes and they actually showed all the footage. Damn. They had skydivers cool. with cameras recording all this as they fell out of the sky. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. So that kind of gives me like more appreciation for like what goes into these movies. Yeah. Because a lot of it is real. Like yeah. it's not a lot of CGI. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's good to know. Um, I still feel like they sh- Fast and Furious was about like street racing before. And I think they kind of ripped it. They're obviously moving away from that. No more racing stuff anymore. So, yeah. I mean, it takes away from all of the like old school guys that liked those movies because of you know yeah the street racing yeah exactly so. i think what it is is because obviously like everybody in the car community loves fast and furious mm-hmm. and a lot of like the modifications the cars are inspired by fast and furious right and like their activity so obviously like in these early movies where they're street racing mm-hmm. everybody wants to do that too right when right. they finish watching the movie everyone yeah. just goes street racing so i think they're kind of scaling back that because they don't want to kind of promote that behavior mm-hmm. Also, street racing isn't very, like, popular with, like, normal people. I think yeah. it's only us as car enthusiasts that kind of, like, you know, hitting gears and shit. Yeah. Um, with normal, not, I shouldn't say normal people, but, like, people that don't really find interest in street racing or, like, just building cars in general. They kind of, like, you know, the adventurous, action-filled movies. Yeah. They're not really into, like, just watching cars, you know. Yeah, I think, going, like... Going a straight line and just... You know who finishes first yeah i think that just gets boring after some time i think the fast and furious franchise it has a much larger audience than just car enthusiasts yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. but i i like that it still has the car element to it like over the years like obviously they kind of cut back on like the street race and stuff Mm -hmm. but the cars are still there they still show like all the car builds that are coming through like you see new cars coming through like with this picture mark 5 super is gonna be in it right yeah you remember the scene from like when they were in dubai dubai and they kind of flew a car from one building to another yeah yeah Yeah. like (laughs) never forget that yeah (laughs) like i think that scene itself that car was worth so much more money and I think that's who they're kind of attract, kind of attracting is like the people that are really into like exotic cars. Yeah, and I like that because it kind of shines spotlight on different cars too. Right, right. Like that car, I think it was like a Lycan Super Sport or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think there's like seven in the world, super mm-hmm. rare car. Yeah, and it's actually a real car. Like the car that they had, it was actually a real car. That's cool. And yeah, like after the movie, I seen that car like blow up on social media. Yeah. Right? There's not a lot of them, but you see pictures of a lot of them, and it's it's more well known now. Yeah, which is cool because they're shining a spotlight on different brands that like may not be out there yet. Yeah. Um, 
it's definitely going to be nice to see what cars they use in the next Fast and Furious. Um, I'll still probably watch it, but like I feel like they should stick to their roots. Yeah, obviously, because like Paul Walker's gone now. Unfortunately, they might not be able to kind of do it the same way. Yeah, um, I think like obviously the franchise come to an end. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're going to end on the ninth movie because, like I said, the they had the timeline release with the tenth movie. Yeah, so I just looked online and Fast and Furious Nine it's scheduled to come out May twenty second, twenty twenty. Yeah, so it's been quite a while since we had a Fast and Furious movie, actually. Um, the last one, Fate of the Furious, that was the eighth installment of the movie, mm-hmm. came out in 2017. So, three years for them to make a new Fast and Furious movie. Yeah, I feel like Hobbs and Shaw kind of interrupted all of their the series, right? I feel like they could have continued it on. And I, I think, honestly, I feel like they should just end it, right? Yeah, I think, I think it's about time because, you know... They've already like left us three years without a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, twenty twenty, obviously, like the new one's gonna come out. Mm-hmm. I don't know because th- it's kind of it's not dying off, but like the hype is kind of dying off. You for, know? for for like car enthusiasts, for car enthusiasts, yeah, right. Like for normies, the people that just watch the movies because yeah. they want to watch it, they're gonna watch it anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. So like for us real car enthusiasts, we like the old school stuff, right? Yeah, we we're not really into like going through going down a runway for like 10 hours yeah know? or like crashing through <laughs> three buildings yeah like yeah. like it, like it's not logical we want, yeah. we like logical shit <laughs> yeah right like so. it, it's cool like i still enjoy like all the movies yeah definitely but like I, I don't find it realistic and i think the whole purpose of the movies when they first came out is we could relate to them yeah yeah i wouldn't say we relate because we don't street race yeah <laughs> but you know other people can relate to them yeah yeah I'm definitely into the performance side of it, so that's that's how I can relate. Yeah. But, like, yeah, I don't street race either, so. One thing that I really liked about the old ones, I don't, I'm pretty sure it was the first movie, mm-hmm. uh, Race Wars. Is that what it's yes. called? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was a really cool concept. Yeah. Like, I want, I really want to know if that happens anywhere in, like, North America. Like, on an airstrip, fully regulated mm-hmm. with, like, official, like, track regulations I'm and like all sure that kind of stuff. back in the day if we can get like an OG he could probably confirm that actually happens yeah and like I think that's the whole thing is why people start watching it especially in the states was because it's pretty realistic for them yeah yeah probably mm-hmm. I can see that happening yeah. yeah like we talked about like bigger shows in the states before on the broadcast right uh, yeah definitely relates to that mm-hmm. to Fast and Furious especially the older ones right yeah I'd love to see something like that in Canada Toronto uh, based yeah really. I mean not yet um, maybe we can make that change happen yeah maybe <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like I don't think we'll see it for a while up here um, I think our qu- the quality of our builds are just not there yet you know a lot of the builds are actually pretty sick up here but I think we have some time we have some, yeah, some catching up to do catching up to do yeah yeah, yeah so back to the topic <laughs> the the Mark V Supras so they're obviously going to be using that in the new movie mm-hmm. um, in the last one they actually used the demon the dodge demon mm-hmm. so that's when it was like it first first came out right so that and was like the newest car that they used yeah i i feel like fast and furious is or is just trying to keep up with like all the trends right? yeah yeah so all the new cars and everything they're just trying to keep them in the in the actual movie so it keeps the hype up yeah you know, like and oh keeps, shit we can see this car in you know this movie yeah and like people could kind of relate to them as well mm-hmm. right yeah but yeah I, i'm glad to see that they're using the new super and i like the orange touch i'm 
curious to see if it kind of ties in with the mm-hmm. OG roots of the Supra. Yeah. And like yeah. the franchise. You never know. They probably will build it exactly to the spec. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> if they do, then thumbs up to them. Yeah. I'm excited. So moving along. Now we're actually going to continue on with Car of the Week. Yeah, so Car of the Week, uh, we talked about it last week. It's our new segment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think forgot to mention, we're also going to be posting the Car of the Week on our Instagram story. Right. Yeah, we so, did it last week, yeah. Yeah, so the day it comes out, if you go mm-hmm. to our story, you'll also see the Car of the Week. So you mm-hmm. kind of see reference to what we're talking about. Right. Um, Car of the Week is actually Ruined Nismo on Instagram. I think you can explain this better, why we chose it. <laughs> yeah, so he claims to be the widest Z in the world. Um, I think he might be right. <laughs> I'm looking at a picture right now, and it's actually insane. Wait. I seriously want to know what size tires he's running to be the widest Z in the world. Because, like, look at the pictures. It's it. absolutely ridiculous. It's. Uh, I'm reading it right now. It's stretched 325s. That, that's insane. <laughs> <laughs> and he's running camber, too. So just take that in. Yeah, I'll, the build, it's not complete yet. So mm-hmm. we're kind of looking at the, like a rough phase of it. Right. I think he just molded the wide body. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's it's insane. He has wheels on it now. Like you said, stretched through 25s. <laughs> Which is insane. Like I've never seen anything like this. I didn't even know you could stretch tires that big. I, I mean, the name kind of speaks for itself. Ruined Nismo. Yeah. It's a, literally a ruined Nismo. <laughs> it's so so wide. I, I don't even know what wheels these are. But holy crap, it's just really, 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 really wide. And it kind of looks like the body itself. Mm-hmm. It's it's molded for camber. Yeah. And that's what it looks like. It's not like a, a regular wide body kit. Yeah, it's not meant for racing. It's meant for show, right? Yeah. So like they just want good fitment and like really wide, wide, you know, car. But yeah, even like the front wheels has like an insane lip on it. Honestly, that looks like a, maybe a 10 or 20 inch lip. Yeah, and like Randall said, it's a Nismo. Like, it's a real Nismo 370Z. So, mm-hmm. it, it, it'll piss people off for sure <laughs> because it's a real Nismo. Those cars are already rare as it is. Yeah. Um, seeing all the work that he's done, he's completely chopped it up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's super wide, claims to be the widest Z in the world. Mm-hmm. And it's all custom too. Like, I'm looking at his progress pictures on his Instagram. If you guys want to check it out, it'll be on our story, like we said. Fully custom wide body. He used like aluminum panels to right. create the wide body himself. Yeah. And it's all molded together. Yeah. I, I think the reason why we chose this build is because of the what the fuck factor. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely up there with the what the fuck factor. <laughs> it's like, holy shit. Like, I think what's that's what's unique about these builds. I don't think I, we would ever build something to this, this extreme. But... When we see something like it, we're just like, okay, damn, you know, that's why we call it the what the fuck factor. Yeah. And I think, you know, funny enough, uh, you see people with wide body kicks and they usually have like a really huge wing on it. Yeah. The wing that he has is actually not even wide enough for the car. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He needs an upgrade. <laughs> yeah. I don't even like, you'll have to do something custom mm-hmm. to be able to fit the wide body kit. Mm-hmm. Or just keep it like that. Um, it looks fine to me. <laughs> But obviously, like, you see people with big wings, they always go big or go home, right? Right. So I assume he's going to get, like, a really big wing mm-hmm. to match the wide body on the car. But yeah, that's our car of the week. I think um, this one really takes it home. <laughs> yeah, easily. Yeah. 
Uh, this car, it's I'm pretty sure it's based in the states. I, I don't think anybody would be daring to do something like that here in Canada. Yeah, not 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 up here. Yeah. unfortunately. Yeah, there's a play. It's it's played it's in Texas. Texas, so, Texas, yeah. Yeah, not not surprised. Yeah, but yeah, it's our car of the week. Mm-hmm. Definitely caught our eye. Eyes, multiple eyes. Yes, <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people um will appreciate it, and a lot of people will hate it. Yeah. So we'll leave that to you guys. <laughs> yeah, and if you guys have any other cars that like you think we would like to talk about on the podcast the car of the week uh definitely send it to us we definitely like talking about them pointing out some key uniqueness aspects to it um just like this one definitely hit us up if you see something that's pretty unique online yeah so on that note we're gonna move on to meets coming up so the first meet we're gonna be talking about is strata strata always does it big and uh this is actually happening on august 27th uh happening at 120 interchange way in concord this is at dave and buster's but yeah they they throw it on a good pretty good show or car meet i should say yeah so i think this is their second show at that mm-hmm. location yep obviously has mixed reactions yeah people say there's it's too small it's too small yeah. they charge too much for people walking in da da da, da whatever yeah. let them do their thing yeah exactly hopefully they can like fix all the issues that they've had yeah mm-hmm. I, I really like strata back in the day yeah it was always a good time their og there. meets were one of the best yeah in my yeah. opinion anyone that um has been to the old school strata would agree with me their old school meets were so yeah, much better really, yeah i wish better. they would bring those weekly meets back because those things got me hyped like especially the tuesday i think we went on tuesday nights yeah yeah and we would literally i, I would get off work at like eight and we would literally cruise there because, yeah especially like, in like the, like in mm-hmm. the summer nights like now it kind of gets dark early but like right. early in the summer too like when yeah. it's really warm yeah like you can spend all night there yeah it's honestly such a was such a good vibe yeah i don't know how it is now i haven't been to Estrada in forever maybe like yeah, season opener. season opener yeah. yeah so like i don't actually know how it's gonna be but hey kudos to them for keep on throwing these meets and hopefully they get better by the by the days and yeah so definitely check it out so the next one that's happening is royalty auto spa they have the biggest car wash of the year. So that's what they're calling it. Mm-hmm. It's happening at Royalty Auto Spa, of course. Mm-hmm. God ass is like a huge aspect in this. Obviously, their models are going to be washing the cars. Yeah. It's happening September 1st. So that's a Sunday of the long weekend from 12 to 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. And it's at the their location in Markham. Yeah, so it's a huge car wash. Like They have it every year, I believe. And it's huge every year. The prices aren't that bad to you. I think it's like $20 for a car wash. Uh, $10 for bikes. They also have like VIP pass and stuff too if you guys are into that. They have a baller pass. I think when like all the girls wash your car. So if you want to see that, you could ball out. Get a um, baller VIP pass. Yeah, so definitely check it out. Uh, it's a long weekend, so I'm sure a lot of people are going to be in the city looking for something to mm-hmm. do. So if you're available, check out Royalty Auto Spa Car Wash. Lastly, we're going to be talking about Cars and Coffee. This is hosted by Engineer Automotive. It's happening on Sunday, September 8th. Obviously, their normal timing, 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. Actually, it's extended this time, so which yeah. is better. So this um, is a season finale, so I yeah. think that's why they're extending the time. Which is awesome because uh, it, it brings out, like, you know, the people that like to sleep in on Saturdays and stuff. Brings them out, more of a crowd, which I feel will probably be a success, you know? Yeah, Cars and Coffee. I, I love Cars and Coffee. Mm-hmm. I haven't been to one in, like... A while yeah but like everything about cars and coffee like we, you've heard us talk about it before 
it's always a really good show. Yeah. I like the demographic that's there. Right. I it's much more mature crowd, so you'll see a lot more like well-built cars. Yeah. And they're not like there for like the attention either. They just enjoy the passion. They just enjoy, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they they're very like open too. Like a lot mm-hmm. of the, a lot of them uh they like talking. Like you can go up to anybody and just talk to them about their build, you know, they all share the same passion. Mm-hmm. There's no like drama or anything between them like you know, you see at other car shows and meets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's actually going to be a car show, live music, and they're going to have their garage sale, which is pretty cool. First, I think this is the first time they're actually having this, so this should be pretty pretty unique to see. Yeah, so if you've been to like Cars and Coffee or you've been following them on Instagram, you know every show that they have has a theme. Mm-hmm. So this week's or this finale theme is Supercars and Hollywood Stars. Which is, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, th- th- I think season finale obviously is mm-hmm. going to be huge like their season opener was massive i mm-hmm. think thousands of people showed up for that mm-hmm. so i expect the same thing for the uh season finale as well mm-hmm. and i think the, the theme supercars and hollywood stars mm-hmm. really it's a broad spectrum mm-hmm. you know it, it brings out like supercars obviously and a lot of built cars for like hollywood and kind mm-hmm. of that kind of stuff like movie inspired cars and stuff yeah, so if you guys want to be part of this show, I think they have, I think they're reserving spot, spots mm-hmm. for like their VIP section, I guess, for like the Supercars Hollywood Stars theme. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you could DM them if you want to reserve a spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, definitely check them out. September 8th, season finale at Engineered Automotive. Definitely a show to go to. And if this is the last one of the season, I think. So definitely come out. I'm definitely going to try to be there. But yeah, that's the end to our beautiful podcast, weekly podcast. We definitely appreciate you guys for listening, those that actually listen. Yeah, thank, uh, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, we definitely appreciate all the support. If you guys have any topics that you would like us to talk about, definitely get in touch with us. Email us them, northsidewebs at gmail.com or message our page at northsidewebs on Instagram or Facebook. I am on all platforms, so... Yeah, so if you like the podcast, definitely share it with your family and friends. And even your dog. Maybe yeah. your dog might like it. Yeah, maybe your dog would like it. We'll yeah. greatly appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can listen to Google Play, Spotify, yeah. Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. Tell everyone. It's accessible to everybody. Yeah, even tell your grandfather. He might be into it, you know? But yeah, that brings us to the end of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you guys next week.